I'm only human after all. I'm only human after all. Welcome to Brain Heart Body. Today we bring you a special interview with Luan Rimmer, Angel Mum to Seven, the founder of Angel Parents UK and head of Handmade with Love Making Memories. Hi Luan, how are we doing? Good, good morning to you too. Good morning. <laughs> so if you'd like to uh, introduce yourself, please. I'm Luanne from Angel Parents UK um, and I manage and run um, Handmade with Love and Making Memories, which was once known as Handmade with Love for Angel Babies. Yeah, and um, basically, if you just want to go a bit more into the handmade side of stuff, because I know obviously that's that's the sort of brainchild of a few people, including obviously Paul Scully Sloan. Yeah, absolutely. Um um, I guess 2017, um, Handmade with Love for Angel ba Babies was launched by Paul um, and I worked alongside him and that was to provide parents with choice and dignity yeah. um, regarding the burial of their babies and predominantly for babies under 24 weeks. Yeah. So it was being able to offer forever beds, forever wraps, um, it started with me typing up um, instructions to um, really contacting hospitals yeah. and predominantly with the foot flow that came through angel parents had never been given the option yeah. of um, burying their babies um, or even to collect their babies from the hospital due to early loss. Um, in 2012, um, uh, my last, um loss of our twins um on march the 5th um we actually had a burial for our babies they were 13 weeks and four days um and we had a full service yeah um and i guess that was the the push for me years later to that it can be offered to parents and it is to get away from the stigma of um, the 24 weeks, yeah, um, the baby is viable. Um, and in many cases, medical, but in cases, as soon as you see those two lines, you become a parent. Yeah. So it was apparent that um, I would say thousands that have come across Angel Parents UK weren't given that option. So working alongside Paul and his team, um, and I have to say from Kerry Ann, um, from my womb to my heart, who totally inspired yeah. um, us to to actually go that step further to start producing um, burial packs, cribs, the amount of volunteers and groups that Paul had joined um, to do this. And unfortunately, two years ago, this coming week, um, Paul passed away um, after a battle, and it was a, a battle with cancer. Um, and still continue to work till the day passed, um, ensuring that parents were given choice. So I kind of had um, a big pair of shoes to wear um, as long, uh, on top of my own. <laughs> yeah. um, but I guess if we talk about handmade, um, it has grown from a vision to, um, to where it is today is just phenomenal. Um, when we don't have to go out there and, and advertise or market because in general people come to us yeah. from charities to hospitals to parents themselves, grandparents, um, friends that come from school days 
when somebody has lost a baby within their family or their workplace. Um, so word of mouth has been huge. Um, when Paul passed, there was 576 people that follow us now. There's actually over 3,000. Um, that it is just within, I guess, the two years, 18 months, you want to say, because obviously after um, losing Paul, it was a struggle. Yeah. Um, Angel Parents UK was big enough in its own right um, that needed attention as such where parents would come and I guess with an amazing team um, and I take no credit for them because they get up each day with a vision yeah. and very selfless women around um, the UK um, even from the USA to, to Ireland um, the amount of donations we receive you, the, the vision they have where we go yeah um so we have a, over 100 volunteers um in our own group um and we have we work with a group called tiny top craft group um and they have over 900 volunteers that work across the world and that is producing keepsake items burial items forever bread um rainbow boxes um so much more um, that I guess when a parent comes to us, we go with their vision. Um, no two boxes leave this house the same. Yeah. No two burial packs. Um, it's individual. It's very, very important to me that it's kept individual and not branded. Um, that just like our baby's DNA, it's unique. So each box is um, worked with the parents yeah. um, to, to basically produce as much love, comfort, care um, that we can offer. And alongside that, we um, then give information, a pack, an information pack, so where they can get support and help. Yeah. Um, although our team on both sides are um, some are bereavement trained, some are completing their training as we speak. Um, the goal is to have everybody, the whole 15 admin that work across the two pages to be bereavement trained. Um, and we're doing amazing at the moment as well. On top of learning in school, um, home teaching, uh, homeschooling as such, sorry, and um, coping with lockdown. Yeah, well, I mean, um, I'm obviously in a new, unique position of like, obviously, seeing, <laughs> seeing how handmaids grown over the years, and obviously the the inner workings of like the admin team and that, and it is absolutely, it, it still floors me to this day, like how well the volunteers do, like, and the people that are the that are making the stuff and the quality of the stuff, like, it's all just it's well handmade in it, it's not mass produced, it's. It's just beautiful, beautiful stuff. Yeah, and I think that's, um, I think the biggest thing is our volunteers have all been affected by baby loss. Yeah. Whether it's through their, losing their own child, their grandchild, a family member or a work place or even a neighbour, um, they yeah. become involved um, when they're opened up to this taboo um, of... I think for all of us, until it happens to you, you're oblivious yeah. um, to it out there. See, for me, like the, within 
everything to do with child loss, the one thing that shocked me the most was the, the lack of stuff for people in the hospitals when they've lost a child. Like, you hear the horror stories of, you know, the, especially the early losses, they're being put in ice cream tubs and, and other, like, boxes and, like, not very dignified, let's say. And obviously, that's where organisations like I'm made step in because they've got the packs, they've got the stuff there for them to give them a bit Absolutely. of dignity. Yeah, and, and we have gone, grown so much working alongside um, a charity that's called Cradle, yeah. which um, assists parents um, and works alongside the NHS, um, helping mums and dads who have an early loss um, yeah. through a topic, miscarriage, molar pregnancy, um, and, and these are not, people just see the words miscarriage and, and there is other forms of early loss too. Yeah. Um, and which opened my eyes up um, because many, many years ago as a child, my mom had an atopic pregnancy. Yeah. Um, and you you may hear the word, but you, you don't really know until it's affected you. So Cradle, um, I think is over 50 hospitals or 40 hospitals. Um, and through um, an amazing leader is, is all I can call out um, and a vision to, in, to train health professionals as well as work with families and show the support um, to, you know, a big thing for me is love grows. Yeah. And um, yeah, so through Cradle, we've been launching um, through the NHS. So early pregnancy units, bereavement midwives, um, we did work with hospitals before, but we're it's increasing. Yeah. Um, each year it's increasing, and and again because we are, even though we're big with a hundred volunteers, the capacity to deal with because we are not a charity, we are a non-profit organisation, both Angel Parents UK and Handmade with Love, um, and I guess it's balancing yeah. what we can deliver. Um, out there to the organization so as well as hospitals we deliver to funeral homes as well yeah and um, so we have um wedding dresses donated like this morning my husband's just packed tenor to go to one of our seamstresses um pam and she will work away making a keepsake for those who donated along with um burial gowns yeah so, I've, I've seen like it probably was a few years ago now but i had the pleasure of obviously taking some um because we'd done it well back then paul had decided to donate some to uh for louis so we yeah. got, we got a box of them up here and i took them over with um the host of my podcast neil um for to, to for louis but obviously i'd had a sneak peek beforehand and like the there was stunning like just absolutely out of this world they really were and i think what we've got to remember is that some of these ladies are um not some, they're all talented ladies, but they are, these are retired seamstresses, retired, yeah. you know, knit, the, the work they knit, they crochet, um, they are given a vision and they work with it. Um, so I remember, um, I remember a lady coming along and wanted an elephant and, you know, there, there was never a no with Paul. Yeah. It was, that's what they want. That's what they get. Yeah. And, you know, from doing a shout out to ringing round completely till we could get this little 
I can still see it, this little outfit made with an elephant on. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we've sent parcels over to Guernsey, Jersey, the United States, Germany. Yeah. Um, Ireland. And, and those people come back. You, you know, they, they come back and it, it's another way of breaking awareness within a community. Um, and, and the goal this year is to look at where they the, the shortfall is in hospitals because I know hospitals get so many donations and yeah. and obviously through COVID we have still been delivering um, through um, horrific times because you know some of us have lost people close to us during the last 12 months and the world is learning to grieve yeah um, and and that's been the biggest drive for our or one of our new boxes that's going to be launched, um, which is Love Grows. It's a yeah. sunflower theme. And, and I have to give the lady credit for where it is. I had a conversation with Kerry Ann and we were talking about sunflowers and the importance and then went to Joyce, one of, um, I couldn't do what I do without her. Yeah. And so they literally are um, the crutches that keep me <laughs> um, going. So we came up with the sunflower themed box and every single item has been handmade. And it's a non-religious box that offers um, comfort. And I guess a way of showing people how you can make memories with those that you lose. Yeah. And being an angel mum for over 25 years, um, it's about sharing that. Yeah. Um, And... And in a way, opening your heart, which we do on Angel Paints UK, um, to the point of life does go on. Yeah. But you can take your children with you. And it is your choice on how you do it. I mean, we both share a day your um, little boy, Oliver, um, my son, Jonathan, who will be 16 this year, and Ruben, um, Kerry Ann's, um, Ruben and Junior. As such, Kerry Ann's little boys that they um, they carry the same day, yeah, special day, um, and yeah, uh, I had plans for that this year. Yeah, <laughs> because we I, all. Do you know what it is? Yeah. I I remember like it it would we'd known each other a few years before we actually realised yeah. like the same day. between all three of us that it was the same day, and it was like it was crazy how it just clicked one year. Yeah. Because we'd not even we'd not even thought about it until that point, and then obviously since then, we've always done like a a bit of a joint, a joint thing every, every year. Which is it's a really nice connection to have though. Out it's, of something it's so tragic. Absolutely, it's um. I think the three of us have that time. People are so caring, loving, and and I know I'm like Marmite Warren. You know that you either love me or hate me. There's no in between, um, and I make no apologies for it. I'm the same. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't get to 47 years of age and still be breathing to um to think uh <laughs> to think any different. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think going back to anniversaries, it, it's very, very important to remember where my family, it was a taboo to talk about my yeah. children. It was um a weakness, I think, or a weakness from their part that, you know. I guess the heartbreaking moment where they don't know what to say or do. Yeah. See, I, I, I was quite fortunate. Like my, as, as cause my parents are like nearly 70, but they were yeah. fantastic with me. Like I'm glad I never had to suffer through that. 
like really, really glad I didn't have to go through that. And it's it's sad that obviously it's like that for some people. Yeah, and and it doesn't change today. You know, all these no. years later, sixteen years later, when I think of the difference between Jonathan to the difference of the twins is is massive. Yeah. Um, and I think I refused after the twins for anybody to tell me. You know, I remember, um, and I won't mention who, but a certain mum and family had said to me as the years had gone on, and angel parents were growing that. Um, I needed to start focus on the living and not the dead. Yeah. And I, I think with all the comments and things that people say, I think I've just become numb to the ignorance. But when somebody had said that to me, it was um, probably the most heartbreaking thing I'd ever heard. Yeah. Um, and it only made me, it only made me more determined to educate. I think Not... it, me and you over the years have been through like we, we've we've joint done campaigns of you know what not to say to angel parents yeah. and all the rest of it and like obviously bar a few occasions like where people are just genuinely being horrible a lot of the times I think it's because people struggle to get out what they actually mean and it also hates them Warren I, yeah. I'm under no illusion you know when I look back on my journey and especially with Harry um my husband um you know we've been married 16 years we lost Jonathan um on the 15th of June 2005 and three weeks later was our wedding yeah and I cancelled everybody um for the wedding the wedding still went ahead but cancelled everyone and we never spoke about our son because of those around us yeah and because I don't doubt for one minute they were all hurt and, and they were. Yeah. But what that did internally to me um, was silence. Yeah. Um, to the point we never went back for our son. And then when I wanted to go back for him, I'd found out that he'd been cremated. So that was a horrific, um, a horrific experience. It's that later in life, PTSD in it. Well, yeah, absolutely. Um, and over the years, I think when I, I think there was so much hatred inside for people, and, and for me, I would never have cremated him. It would have been a burial. Yeah, I come from a Catholic family. It was really big to me. You know, this was this tiny little boy at seventeen weeks and four days that was put in a bedpan. Yeah. And and something I don't in general talk about. Yeah. Um, have done through therapy and and a lot of therapy over the years, but the anger at a hospital to to the midwives to even my own GP. Yeah. You know, here's a pack of antidepressants um that will help you. Well actually no, it's gonna make me feel numb and I don't want to be numb, which <laughs> excuse me, led me to move completely away from my whole family and go back to what I, uh, a role, a job that I'd had running hotels to actually manage a hotel for a year up in Scotland because um, it was make or break for me and Harry. Yeah. Um, and I just added Harry suffers with, not suffers, that's the wrong word to use, sorry. Harry has Asperger's. Yeah. So it's black, white, um, 
can't lie to save his life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I so do he's, love Harry. He's, he's amazing. Yeah, but again, it was a struggle as a couple. Um, yeah. I'd never known these about Harry. It wasn't something that he'd been diagnosed with. He wasn't diagnosed till later in life. Yeah. Um, the differences of emotions and me feeling that he was so cold yeah. when in fact, um, he had no idea how to cope with these emotions. Yeah. Um, and on the day that I delivered Jonathan, his parents took him to buy a music system. So everyone carried on with life. Um, yeah. and, and I became very bitter. Um, yeah. You know, very, very bitter inside, but never let the world see. And I guess when people say to me, when did you fall apart? I would say... It was that summer yeah. of 2005 and I, I drank more than I'd ever drank in my life. Um, and it became a rock for me for many years until I wanted to try again for a baby, which wasn't um, until 2011. Yeah. So we had embryo adoption um, and... Yeah, we had embryo adoption, and that's another journey in itself, yeah. um, going through failed IVF. And after the twins, um, again, even though knowing Harry had Asperger's, he couldn't change, but I needed this, um, I guess, this vision of a strong man or a strong person to just pick me up. Yeah. But unfortunately, with the role I did, within the community um, at the time. I was a very strong woman, even down to my employers, believing, you know, you'll bounce back. Yeah. And unfortunately, um, in 2012, I had what they classed as a chronic nervous breakdown. Yeah. So I actually was in the middle of teaching at 20 past two in the afternoon, let all of my um, group go. And that was the day that I decided that I would end my life. Yeah. It's like um, when it when it comes to unraveling, it is like pulling a bit of a thread on a jumper, and eventually it just yeah just, just goes, doesn't it? Because like I've been in the in a similar position with a breakdown and that, but obviously that's that's for a different podcast. <laughs> yeah, and I think yeah. it's, it's being honest, isn't it? And I don't think anyone's ever known the full behind it. Um. And, and I guess you have to know the full behind it because you're you're actually taking on Angel UK and handmade as of the first of February as a social media manager. Yes. Um, but it's not. I think I found more comfort with Daddies with Angels. You know, yeah. put it all from the cloth. Where did you get the support, the help? Um, I was sectioned twice that year to the point where I came out and had had a good run for twelve months and. Um, on the 28th of December 2014, um, launched Angel Parents UK with our Rebecca. Um, that started on a kitchen floor, two o'clock in the morning. Um, had no idea about Facebook. Yeah. Didn't like social <laughs> media. Um, oh, horrendous. But, yep. you know, it started, it launched, and along came Paul. Yeah. Um, that conversation started on me trying to find out the difference, how me and Harry were coping grieving. Um, and and it was a closed group we were running at the time with over 300 parents in all women um, and it became like a bitch fest yeah um, 
and there were certain women that were so supportive with me um and I was like you know what I'm not gonna say how a fella agrees and I'll go and find out yeah because I'm not going to interview my husband and I don't have the answers and I haven't really got a good track experience um, in dealing with men and grief, as you know. Yeah. So um, I sent a message and it bounced back uh, almost immediately to um, let's come off social media as such and let's speak. Um, and it was so daunting for me, but probably the the best phone, the best number I'd ever dialed in my life, you know, yeah. the best call I'd ever made because it was the start to my healing. Yeah. Um, and then I just learned that, you know what, this closed group needs to close. And at the time, the government had shut down two of our petitions and it was um, because we were campaigning for October the 15th um, to be a National Day of Remembrance with Angel Parents. And Paul come along, I took a week over in Northern um, Dublin in Ireland to get away from everybody um, to actually, did I want to go down this path of baby loss? Yeah. Did I want to share my journey? Um, the world's a horrible place. And I'd seen that in so many groups um, to the point where, unfortunately, those who'd had a stillborn were telling people who'd lost a baby earlier that, it, you know, it's not the same. There's nothing worse than hearing that no two journeys are the same to me. Um, that's their baby. Yeah. Their baby, regardless of age, size, gestation, whatever, black, white, yellow, green religion, it's their baby. Um, Absolutely. And it was a point where I would say it gave me the motivation to say, you're a scouser, you've got a mouth, use it. Um, yeah. So, so we launched public, which was the most scariest thing in the world for me. But the most, um, I think it is my therapy every day. Yeah, that's it, literally why I do the podcasts and the, and the blogs. It's the same. And that that took a lot to, to get up and like do yeah. that as well. It was, but I wouldn't have been able to do that if it wasn't for Paul. Yeah. You, you, you know what I mean? It's like me and you have the same opinion of that bloke. He was a brother. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was when I stepped away from my whole family. Yeah. Um, and and that's what happened, was a complete step away. Um, he held my hand while I did it. Yeah. And it was the best decision I ever made in my life because me and Harry survived. Um, a moment where, I guess, we've been married twice. I divorced him and we married him again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. People go, you've been married twice. Who have you been married to before, one, Harry? Um, so, yeah, it's um, it's been a journey and one that I carry with him every single day. He's there. You know, it, I think we learn so much about grief. Um, I'm not frightened to death, Warren. How could I be, you know, knowing that one day when my time's here that I'll be with my kids is, yeah. um, you know, is, is what drives. It's being able to live without, because I don't have any living children. And unfortunately, um, two years ago, this July, I um, had a hysterectomy. Yeah. Um, so there were decisions that had to be made. And one of my promises to Paul um, on his deathbed was that I would do it yeah. because I was poorly at the time. And yeah, it kind of was, you just need to take a big look at the world around you and the community you're in 
um, you have enough people and enough children that love you. Yeah. So I don't think there's any children that don't call me Auntie Lulu. It's just the Christmas list and the Easter and the birthdays just keep getting bigger and bigger. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, Harry gets so invaded, but you know what? The love that we get from a community and, you know, even yourself with Evelyn um, and Jensen, the love we get back is, um, is enough for us yeah. or where we are in our journey. And I guess, you know, whole top and bottom of it is why we're all, we do this. And, and yeah, for me, for so long, it was October the 15th, October the 15th. And I kind of went poor, was poorly and we talked about it. I, you know, for me, I was going to step back from October the 15th. Not that I don't believe in it, but because more and more charities and organizations were being involved in this day. Um, that's my politest way of saying it. Um, and, um, you know, the baby loss community is like any community out there, you know, close network, but we all have our own opinions and ways of doing things. Yeah. Um, and I guess, yeah, um, Paul was going to take the main lead on October the 15th and I would run with Handmaid. Because behind the scenes, um, don't get me wrong, Warren, there is times I will open what the ladies make and, you know, get that lump in your throat you're thinking oh, i've got to put it down um and what a massive trigger that we live with him but you know thanks to our nhs um this year last year sorry i had um unlimited counseling yeah um and people you know the reality is after october it isn't just one day october um is celebrated throughout the world as a month so with Angel Parents UK and Worldwide, there is parents that come to us from all over. Yeah. So And it's more intensified in October as well as awareness. It's a month that can set people back so much. Um, and then what happened was each October, I was becoming more and more aware of the triggers to the point where it was overtaking me. Yeah. Um, and it cost a lot of friendships without a shadow of a doubt um when Paul died it cost me a lot because there was just no stopping me he had a vision handed me a book and I'm still working through it yeah and it was the same we both know it was the same you know we have that goal and it is to make sure uh, and make sure that eventually every hospital is offering choice yeah or that they're signposting to where parents can choose so yeah um I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> but, uh, it's just like this type of interview with nothing's planned. But, but going back to the, because uh, it just stuck out, the comment about the lump in the throat when you open some of these items. Mm-hmm. Like the one for me that did it was when Handmade had first sort of started, mm-hmm. and I was getting pictures sent to me by Paul to do the graphics for and other stuff, was the size of some of these stuff next to like coins, next to TV remotes. Yeah. like for a size comparison and that for me was like it always makes made me stop and think like it was just it, let's remember the baby's heart beats from five to seven weeks yeah exactly it's, it's a heartbeat yeah. it's a baby and um yeah you know i have a whole load there ready to do january for us is is really 
not that we close pages but we don't send out in general and that we we plan for the year ahead and it, and obviously we have to give self-care to our admin team yeah. so you know next week first of february um very important day for us all really um like we'll relaunch him yeah. again um I think it's yeah, obviously, the, sorry, it is important to say, though, like if anything came through as an emergency, that gets dealt with. Even, yeah. yeah. You, you know, today is two boxes have to leave the house today. Yeah. Um, and they, yeah, two boxes leave today. Sam's been making bo- keepsake boxes, which are different from our memory boxes. Yeah. Um, in general, keepsake boxes, baby is, is, not, is no longer with mum or dad and it could have happened last week and a few months ago and then they walked away with nothing. Yeah. Um, still happens today. You know, last year I spent time on the phone. You know, there's some horrific stories out there, but people think one phone call we got was at half past five in the morning. It was a mum being told um, that she couldn't, she was going down route obviously the baby had, baby had died and she was going down and they were saying that she wouldn't be able to have the remains back because there would hardly be anything of the baby. Yeah. And it was, um, you need to put me on the phone to the nurse because all I could hear was mom and the family crying and, you know, we want the baby back, you know, what can we do that's eco-friendly, you know, and it, it, it was a case of educating. Yeah. And um, and again, you know, Kerry Han has so many skills that she doesn't use. Well, she does use, but obviously family and lockdown and COVID and everything else comes along and handmaid's not dormant. Um, from my room to my home, it's not dormant. It still operates itself down there. Um, and I guess it's banging edge. You Within the baby loss community, if you don't know the answer, that's absolutely fine. But you yeah. go and find it. You go and find it. Yeah. You do a shout out. You use the people around you um you know and and especially I want to say like for Darcy's dreams um you know Petra and Darcy's dreams has been an absolute rock for me when Paul when Paul did die I really did struggle I pushed away so many people that wanted to help um but everybody came with changes and I did not want changes it was very hard for me to accept somebody close had gone away from me again you know it was it's a hard role ain't going to say any different and you know I probably need to make a million apologies um to people but the true reality is I only had one vision and that was to carry his work on yeah and that's what's happened um those who love you stay with you and those who don't go leave um and many will set up their own which you know I never feel threatened by and I think that's the biggest thing is there is not enough items that leave my house to support every single baby so every memory box, every charity organization that makes them is hats off. And I think with Petra was the support for the parents that they needed. Um, it was, I, I could never say we carried on with the strength we had previously if it wasn't for her. Yeah. I could go to her, I could introduce her to parents. I knew that they were going to be cared for. Yeah. Um, and again, with Louise from Cradle and her team was exactly the same. So we became, you know, the strength. And at the yeah. time, I was a community champion for Morrison's um, whilst I was at university. So I gave up uni again yeah. um, <laughs> and applied it. <laughs> Everything, yeah. your goals, your goals change. Um, but yeah, you know, the organisations that have helped, such as Morrison's, Darcy's Dream, Cradle, you know, Wilkinson's, um, to achieve what we do, because yeah. there is no cost 
there is no cost with us involved. Um, and one, if we can deliver it, we will deliver it. If we can't, we will find someone that can. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's... Um, I think yeah. that's, the, that's the important thing as well, isn't it? It's like, you know, if, if you if you can't do something, you find somebody who, who can to ensure that... Yeah. That stuff's getting sorted. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's been a journey, Warren, and yeah. and this is a massive thing for me to um to now. It's it is about focusing on um health, mental health. Um, it's about focusing on me and Harry. Yeah, because it, it is a different journey we now are on. Um, it's about focusing on on my dreams too, and our family is the baby lost community. And is the friends that are around us and our neighbours. So, you know, we have that support. And I went back to university, um, Salford Uni, to study. It's my first year, social policy in the middle of a lockdown. It must have been nuts. Um, <laughs> you know, and I, I guess I got sick of being the keyboard warrior. Um, and I have this in my head that, you know, the day will eventually come and it doesn't matter if it's not in my lifetime. Yeah. Um, the more people that can light a simple tea light to remember their baby and know that they are acknowledged is um, the greatest gift we can help break awareness and taboo. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And, and I guess that's what's been the strength is, you know, we get so many. Yesterday we received a, a postcard of a rainbow baby, um, Jude, baby Jude. And it, it, it's so important that parents come back and we become part of the grave. Like Daisy was born two years ago today, and you know I was with her mom while she was on the phone. You know, it's a delivery suite. Like, yeah. oh my god, it's happening! And and you do you you build friendships, you build beautiful yeah. friendships and family. Absolutely. And it's not a club that any of us wanted to be part of. Um, you know, we'd step away tomorrow. But I live in the real world, and it's what I am part of, and it's who I am. Yeah. And um, one thing Paul used to say is you could cut your leg off and it'd say baby lost community. Yeah. I tried walking away, didn't I, when I had my breakdown <laughs> yeah. and I've, I've somehow miraculously ended up back. <laughs> well, <laughs> more, more I, I think it's when you... Time, more wiser. Yeah. And, and I guess we all learn, you know, it's we have this, we're doing it in memory of our kids and, you know, it's... For me, it's um, I'm an angel mom to seven, Warren. Yeah. Um, and then you know what many don't know is our last in 2016, we had embryo adoption over from Prague, and um, due to, I guess due to circumstances we were in, we lasted six weeks. Yeah. So from a yes and only two people knowing to literally by the time I go for an appointment and um, we'd had what they classed as a mis miscarriage. Yeah. Um, so I think for me then was, I don't want to try again. Um, but I guess the one thing I think I've learned on this journey is that, that it is a family. Yeah that I don't expect people who've not been through it to understand. And I don't think any different of them. What I do is every workplace I've ever been in, I've spoken about. And I can see um, people cringe at times. And the majority of the time, especially in Morrison's, it really shocked me that there was four people 
um, within such a tiny little store that had under, you know, that had gone through this. Yeah. Um, and down to Rainbow Babies, who were adults, that was like, you know, my mum was overpowering them. I am actually a Rainbow Baby. You know, Angel Paints UK started on the 28th of December, and that was the day my brother had passed away. Yeah. Um, golly, he'd be 48. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, you know, it was one of those things in life that nobody spe- spoke about. You know, we've... I go from strength to strength with the team, you know, and, and it'd be wrong to be on air today not to mention, like, Joyce, Sue, Sam, Kerry, Charlie, Shaney, Noor, Kelly, Rahina, um, Amanda, Dee from the USA, um, yeah. Emma and Lee, and, and obviously yourself and Harry, you know, there isn't one person behind this face. Um, and I think that's where behind, not the face, sorry, behind Angel Pants UK or yeah. Handmaids, um, this admin team is, I think, what you realised when you agreed to come on um, as the social media manager was to be the forefront um, yeah. of both so that I can concentrate on making sure deliveries are made, that our team is motivated, our ladies have the tools, and that we're becoming, we're, we're getting out there more and more. So, yeah, um, I welcome the fact that I'm scared, um, <laughs> not for your ability not to do it, but for me not to, because um, it is an addiction. It absolutely, um, 100% is. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. And, and anyone that would, you know, people over the years have said, the one you eat, sleep and breathe in it. And I think what people tend to forget is, through this, my children live on. Yeah. They don't need a box named after them. They don't need a day named after them. They don't need a charity named after them. They're named. That is enough. They're my kids. But their awareness that they were here in this world um, will always come back to the two organisations, you know. So, so yeah, for me to step back and start to realise that it's okay for me and Harry to do things that aren't baby loss. It's okay for me to go and study at university because there is changes through that I want to see from when you have, when you try again for your baby or your rainbow, um, VMS mental health. Um, And as we say, it's a whole new podcast, mental health, what happens. And the rainbow baby doesn't always come. And I'm looking now as we speak and the postman's coming with four huge parcels. Hey, sorry. Very, very well timed. Absolutely for Harry as well. Um, and yeah, I wouldn't be able to do this without an amazing husband, you know, and he absolutely is. Um, all our postmen know they all wore their awareness ribbons last year. Um, That's beautiful, that is. I love yeah. That. You know what? We open in a community and like we're currently working at the moment um, with Rahina to look at bringing out um, a box within the Muslim community. You know, we live um, in such a diverse, world you know it's fitting in um sorry i do apologize everyone's like at the door and harry just looks at me <laughs> it's, just like, it's a very well-timed delivery yeah um hey can you keep him in the hall please sorry i have to edit this part where it... <laughs> i'll try <laughs> it's, it's crazy because like um yeah i've been poorly in in the last few weeks so obviously I, not every pass on and due to covid we have to follow strict rules um but yeah, we've been fully operational right throughout the last 12 months, I guess. 
Am I excited for 2021? Absolutely. You know, we're launching three boxes. Two we've spoken about. One I want to keep under wraps at the moment. Um, So, and that's until we finalise the details for it. But, yeah, we kind of, um, we're doing well. And and it's an honour to have you on board. Um, it really is, and we'll we'll see how that's going in a few months. <laughs> oh, worried! If we don't fall out in the first week, then there's something wrong. And I think that's the problem with not the problem. I think that's the issue for me sometimes is I am a hothead, and I'll say it there and then. But once I've said it, I move on from it. It's I don't hold grudges in life. It's life's too short. Well, no, if that were the case, we wouldn't have been speaking for the last few years. <laughs> no, not at all. Even like to the point where Paul used to say, well, the both years don't come online. <laughs> I mean, like a school. I was a kid at school. You're not allowed on today. Um, but uh, yeah, I'd say on that note, um, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you. And you know, sorry. The last, the, the, I'm looking forward to the, uh, the future with Angel Parents UK and making memories. You know what? The team's lucky to have you on board. I know how supportive, how dedicated you are. You're going to bring a whole new vision to where to where they're going. Um, our events is a huge thing. Yeah. Um, and um, it's it's a pleasure to, to have you working. We've worked so close for many years. Um, yeah. yeah. And I guess you know, let's see what the next few months hold. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm looking forward to. Um, I'm looking forward to a rest, Warren. <laughs> that ain't going to happen now. No, I'm no, no. a million miles. No, I've run it a million miles an hour, so. Yeah, absolutely. So, thank you. Um, yeah, you're more than welcome. And it's been yeah. a pleasure talking to you about everything. You too. And um, we'll speak soon. Speak soon. Thank you. I get lost You've been listening to Brain, Heart, Body. If you would like to reach out to us, please contact us via our Facebook page, Oliver's Legacy Media Group.